If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to episode 34 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. Player 2 is Hate Zero, aka Eric, aka Hate Zero Sugar, aka I'm in a watermelon shirt for no apparent reason. What's going on, man? How is it going, dude? Did you wear that shirt to work today? Nah, I wish. I <laughs> wish I could do that. <laughs> There's No, sir. It's an interesting place to put your hat, but anyway. Um, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. Um, our sponsors, audibletrial.com slash NPC gets you a free book from Audible. So go check that out. Whatever you're into. Yeah. Ready Player One, maybe? Armada? Console Wars? Want to learn all about the, the dirty side of the video game industry, all the uh, the business and all that jazz? AudibleTrial.com slash NPC. Also, I want to make a note, let you guys know that I have a Destiny podcast called The Lootcast. And if you like the game Destiny, you should go check that out. It's on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, also on the LootCave.com. So that is that. Guys, we also do this show live every Tuesday at around 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, my other show got went a little long because of technical difficulties, but hey, we're rocking and rolling now, and hopefully all goes smoothly. So we're live on, at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash n64josh, and I want to say hello to LSD1, Sneaky Sniper, Kirby Geek, Everybody else that's hanging out, I can't even see a viewer count yet. So thank you guys for being here with us. We appreciate you. Woo. That was a lot of stuff. Yeah. We're good, man. Let's uh let's get to the let's get to the meat and potatoes of this thing. So we're both holding Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yes, sir. <laughs> How hyped are you to play this game? I'm excited. I was a little bummed I didn't get to play it today, um, but I'm I'm not huge into I'm not huge into the uh, turn-based style tactics. But um, I would like to venture down that road. So it's kind of kind of exciting, and maybe it'll change me. Maybe it'll change me. Yeah. So the best thing I've seen for this game so far is <laughs> and i posted it in our discord which i highly recommend everybody join you gotta join <laughs> is that the one yeah you just dabbed luigi yeah. tosses the thing and tosses some creature into a pipe and then dabs as soon as he's done and i was i was literally crying at work like 
I, I am a father of teenagers. So if I dab, they're like, you got to stop that. You got like, it's one of those things that they're instantly embarrassed. And yeah, you can ruin it. You can ruin dabbing for everyone. Yeah. And to me, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen because I'm old, but you know, the kids love it. And when I saw Luigi, I was like, oh my gosh, I was, I was rolling. I thought it was great. So, um, what have you seen so far? That you uh, that's got you intrigued about this game because that's all we can really talk about. We've watched some of the uh, reviews. We we haven't we don't got hands on, but we'll fix that for the next show. That'll I, be fixed. I will say this: if I wasn't trying to collect an entire Switch library, like game library, I still would have picked this game up because one, it looks very charming. And two, I'm on a kick of wanting to break out of the the mold of the games that I always play, the games that I typically play. So that's one of the reasons that like, hey, this is uh, I've been I've been really trying to get into Fire Emblem. I'm enjoying the story. The combat's still not my favorite. I, I dig it on the phone, but I'm not like in love with it on on the Game Boy or the Game Boy. Jeez, the the 3ds and. You just showed your age there. Yeah. Well, I just actually played a lot of Game Boy this last summer. So, um, and LSD saying Mario's in it. So he sold, um, pretty much. Um, but no, I, I want to, I, I want to give this game a, uh, a shot. It looks like it has a few problems, a few issues of the way you have to level stuff up kind of may end up being, um, um, a little redundant or whatever, but, um, what, what, are your, what are your initial thoughts from what you've seen? Well, well, there was a day one patch, um, and in the patch notes, it looks like they fixed quite a few things. So some of the things that the reviewers or early access folks were complaining about may have been resolved. Um, I obviously won't know that yet. But um, one thing that really struck me as odd is this game is pretty. It's very pretty. I didn't expect it like from the initial trailers and stuff. They didn't really portray how good it looks. So those are a couple. Let me pull up the patch notes. You can keep talking. We'll see if any of them hit on a mark that makes sense. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The game, the game does look very, very good. Like um, even watching the animation of Luigi dab, that whole, that whole thing was like that, that looks pretty. Yeah, you know some of the things they said that are a little bit hard to get used to is the fact that you don't actually control Mario; you control the little rabbit Roomba in front front of him. <laughs> it is a Roomba, isn't it? Yeah, and so <clears throat> while that thing's cleaning the stage, it's also directing Mario where to go. Not canon, and <sighs> um, but I guess that's a little bit confusing. At least that's what the uh, reviewer from IGN said. He he. Because, I mean, that's our instinct, right? We've been Nintendo fans forever. We play Mario games. You control Mario. You watch where he goes. But it actually yeah. can get a little weird um, because you're actually controlling that little Roomba. So, Yeah, and I think that's just the style of, of this game. So uh, that was intended, and I'm sure we get used to it. But here are the patch notes. Um, obviously, they made the game more stable. That's pretty standard. Um, gameplay the skill tree reset is now free tactical camera is now displaying deployable info card like it does for heroes enemies etc the boss's ai has been improved some collision issues in exploration phase have been fixed minor gameplay glitches have been fixed 
You can now change the language or the supported languages for the game for the first time. You can now select story mode and the supported languages via the main menu. You can now view the available additional contents in the main menu. I'm not going to get much further into this because a lot of it is long-winded, but some of those gameplay ones sounds like it might have hit on some of the um, negativity. Not that there's been much negativity. It's gotten really great praise so far, in my opinion. Well, and I mean, it's worth noting we're in the uh, Mario plus rabbits directory right now on Twitch, and there was over 10,000 viewers watching people play this game right now. So I don't know exactly how many people are streaming it, but that's a good, that's a good chunk of viewers for um, basically two series that have, that are, that are not brand new, but are brand new together. Yeah. So Definitely. Kirby geek says Ubisoft should make the rabid robot Roombas. <laughs> Just get them. I'd, I'd the get problem one. is the ears would always get hung up under your couch. So, you know, you got to watch out for that. But so, yeah, I'm excited. And I'm excited about the, the, the guns, you know, like I think that may be a, a, a turnoff for some people initially, like Mario with guns, like what's up with this. But like, I mean, look, Ubisoft was told don't, make mario jump right so i mean that right there is like okay well what do we do like what else does mario do yeah what does he do so they 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 mixed him with mega man and put him in an XCOM game so and now we got now we got this game so i'm definitely excited to to jump into it we're gonna go we're gonna get further into it next week after we've played it and can kind of give a little um basically our, our our review of it somewhat, at least review in progress or whatever. And, uh, and just to, just to see what we, what we think. So, but I'm, I'm definitely excited to jump in. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I was bummed. I didn't get to open it up and play it today, but like I said, we will remedy that. I do want to have a public service announcement for everybody. Amazon, not a sponsor has updated their policy for pre-orders. Um, you can still get your 20% if you're with prime, but you can only do that up to launch day now. That is a change. So be be aware of that. Yeah. So Best Buy is the place to go if you want to be able to get it after the fact at a discount. Yes. Yeah. You can still order through Amazon, get your 20% and get release day shipping and all that good stuff. But um, if you wait till launch day, you will not get 20%. There you go. There you go. So let's uh, let's get moving right along into uh, into the show. We both picked up Mario Plus Rabbids. Didn't I? Didn't buy anything else from the eShop or anything? Did you pick up anything else? No, I got really close to picking up the Best Buy uh, Rabbid figurine. It was actually pretty nice. Um, they're larger than I thought, but I just I couldn't get myself to pull the trigger maybe i'll go back i don't know but that's it so far mario and i almost picked up minecraft but i didn't i will fix that okay i promise all right i picked up a zelda backpack which i'm pretty oh you did grab that oh yeah that that was so that thing was at fred meyer that's our our little secret store right in the pacific northwest keep yelling it out there it's not a secret is it no but uh 80 backpack 23 dollars on the clearance Wow. And that was a huge backpack. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. The other thing I saw, though, at Spencer's was a gold cart 
Zelda backpack. And I was like, what is this? This is beyond glorious. So, and while in Spencer's, I bought this Super Mario Brothers hat that it's basically the first level of Super Mario Brothers. So I'm pretty stoked on it. Um, Wait, does it go all the way around? Oh, yeah. Yeah, full on. Like, okay, yeah. Full on, all the way to the flagpole. So I got a... uh, a Zelda shirt that that says it's dangerous to go alone, and I got a uh, oh, I got a Zelda hat also. But probably my favorite thing, not Nintendo related, I got a shirt that has Optimus Prime riding Grimlock. So you know, I was yeah, I I feel six when I'm wearing those. Don't mind me, don't mind me. I saw that in the Discord. If any of you are listening and not involved in our Discord. You need to get on it. There's some some good stuff in there. A lot of shenanigans, though, so be warned. Yeah, the loopcave.com slash NPC Discord is the link to get you in there. So um, lastly, guys, I want to, before we before we get into the releases, there's something that I'm hoping to release this weekend, which is going to be a music video for a song I wrote called Another Castle. And it's basically from the perspective of Mario. And I kind of wrote it just like as a joke basically and then took it to my buddy's house and he kind of made it not a joke and so it's still it's still meant to be funny but like i'm i cannot believe the the quality of the recording we got and it's basically a full band <laughs> recording so um wow that's that's going to be coming out um probably the the end of this week you're going to find it on my youtube channel which is uh, youtube.com slash n64 josh so can, can i go on a tangent go yeah go do we have time for it i guess all right let's do it so it was uh 2005 i think oh, no. um Back when I was more. and uh this guy calls me up he's like hey I'm doing a show, me and my band, we're doing a show in Cannon Beach. That's pretty close to you, right? And I was like, well, yeah, close enough. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, I'll be there, dude. And I go get a speeding ticket, the only speeding ticket I've gotten. Thank you. And uh, I meet, he was he was Neo1X at that time, but I meet N64 <laughs> Josh. And... Uh, and I, I watched him play. So this music thing is is no joke. He is uh he is not joking when he messes with music. It is very serious. Give it a listen. It'll uh if you don't think he can do it, it will surprise you. If you think he can do it, you'll like it. <laughs> don't drive I, to see him though. The, That's all I gotta yeah, warn you. Yeah, don't don't drive anywhere to see me. Um yeah, the the some of the comments I've gotten from this song are like, "Dude, you sound like Creed." Ugh. Oh no, that makes me sad. Did, um, you, did you light your studio on fire? Yeah, kind <laughs> of. With arms wide open, I lit it on fire. Oh no. Um, and then my favorite was, "It sounds like Hootie and the Blowfish." <laughs> that's, that's an upgrade. You can, we'll take that. <laughs> we'll take it. That's not bad. So anyway, you guys will have to decide for yourself when you get to hear it. If it, there is a copy, there's a link in our Discord if you want to hear it early. So go one check last that thing out. live, I've never seen anyone rock a acoustic guitar harder <laughs> than N64 Josh. <laughs> the man jams out with an acoustic. It's unbelievable. There's too much metal in me not to. It just yeah. it feels it feels wrong not to. <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, so that's kind of the pickups for the week. I did get a Super Nintendo for ten bucks. You know, it's in all right shape. It's not. Wow. It's not super yellowed. Um, supposedly, it works. I've got a. It's a little work in progress. So, but it's the original Super Nintendo, like the box. I only have currently the new model, like the that looks like a Super Famicom, basically. And oh, okay. so, the nice thing about the old one, you can actually run S Video with it if that's something you want to do. So, hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, no, I did not braid the beard. Sorry. Maybe we didn't, we didn't get enough hashtags. Maybe never. I, we tried, we tried guys. Um, yeah. So let's see moving right along this week's <laughs> releases. Azure striker Gunvolt striker pack, August 31st. That's a physical release. I believe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty positive it is because I remember looking into it. So I could be wrong, but I'm pretty positive that it is. So that is a game that is um, both of the games have been released on the DS. If you've not played them, never played them, you're a fan of Mega Man or games of that uh, genre, you will like these games. So so check them out. Um, I always say the name wrong, but just look up. Gunvolt Burst is already on the Switch very mega man like it's if you've missed mega man you should be playing that game and uh they always add like they always add like guest characters in they support these games very well so um i do recommend checking that one out uh for sure don't don't miss it so all right i won't that's uh and that's an august 31st release which is thursday Yes. Yeah. Okay. Today's the 29th yeah, as of go. this recording. So, moving right along again into the news. 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 We got a Nintendo Indie Showcase tomorrow morning or today if you're listening to this on the podcast, like audio version, August 30th, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific Standard Time. And Super Nintendo in our Discord was like, and I'm calling it right now. We're going to have, and you can download now. And he thinks it's going to be Stardew Valley. So it makes uh, a lot of sense. Everything I've seen says Stardew Valley is right there. Um, It's supposed to be at Nintendo for final um, seal of approval. I know they don't use that anymore, but basically that's what they're waiting on. So. Yeah. Uh, just for clarity from our chat, Striker Gunvolt is a physical copy and digital. So perfect. Thank you for checking that. We appreciate it. Um, yeah. So the Nindy Showcase, we're going to get more into the Nindies in a little bit. Uh, but before we do, uh, SNES Classic pre orders. <sighs> Go ahead, bud. So prepare for salt. I, I don't, no, I mean, I, I don't have anything good to say about this. So as as you are all aware, Nintendo doesn't like money and they don't know how to run a business. Um, <laughs> the SNES Classics, a joke. Uh, I I desperately want one, but you know I I work, I sleep like an idiot, and um, I can't get my hands on one. I've tried. I missed a couple rounds of the pre-orders. There was another round. Geez, a couple days ago, I think, uh, maybe Friday of last week, and missed those. So I'm going to tell you right now, if I don't get one, 
I'm going to burn this mother down. I'm going to do it. I'm going to burn this mother down. So, yeah, it's it's frustrating. I mean, can can you try we're we're typically a yin-yang relationship, right? You're the yin, I'm the yang, whatever the positive one. You're the positive one, and I'm the 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 darker one. Okay. Spin this for me. Spin this so I'm not so mad. Um I will, but we're going to do it in our talking points. Okay. Yeah. We're just going to I'm going to let you rest for a little bit so that you don't come at me too hard. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That sounds fair. Because actually, I don't know that I can spin it. So we're going to have to just dive into it. So um, one thing to watch that's actually not fake news. Um, the SNES Classic pre-orders, it looks like they are canceling. Target is canceling anyone who pre-ordered from Canada. So if you live in America, there possibly could be another round of pre-orders from Target coming. Um, or they just over allocated. I, I guess we don't know, but there you go. Pay attention, target. I mean, look everywhere. Don't ever sleep. Don't go to work. Do nothing else but wait for the SNES Classic pre-orders, or you'll miss it and you'll regret it for the rest of your life. But going to work, you're not even going to remember that ten years from now. You're going to be like, "What did I do for at work in 2017?" You won't know. You won't. You won't care. So, yeah, it won't matter because you have a SNES Classic. But you'll have a story about getting that SNES Classic, so there you go. If you don't go to work and you don't get one, though, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I got nothing for that. All right. Well, Nintendo's ramping up production of Switches to meet holiday demand. This is a good thing. We need to yes. get Switches out there. I'm still seeing. I saw one Switch in the wild today at Best Buy when I got Rabbids. You know what else I saw? And I have a, I actually have a feeling they got it today um, because they also had two yellow Joy-Cons. And I was like, oh, it's so tempting. But I really don't need more Joy-Cons. So, but I mean, it, it definitely was tempting because it just looks cool. I'd like to have all the, all the colors. I just want to have the rainbow of Joy-Cons. You better get them now because as with anything Nintendo, it's probably limited and you're not going to be able to get them if you if you don't buy something the first time you see it, you're never going to get it. So, you got to you got to grab it. You already screwed up. It's probably too late. It's all right. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm I'm all okay right. with my choices. Um and I don't have the statistics in front of me, but I was reading them earlier today and I may have posted, I can't remember if I reposted them or not, but um, supposedly in their fiscal year for the fiscal year, they're bumping up um, from 10 million to 18 million. Yeah. That's the number I've heard. Yeah. So that's almost double. That's, that's really good. And, you know, we kind of mentioned initially on the show that we were a little bit concerned or worried that like, at least I did that, like, man, why are we still like, why are we seeing these things in the wild a few days after they're gone? They're, 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 they're still like, again, I had been to that Best Buy. It did not have any switches that I was aware of. And then today they had one sitting on the counter. So, um, yeah, I went to Best Buy today to grab, uh, Rabbids kingdom battle as well and they had three um but i i don't think that's because the demand isn't there i think if i go there tomorrow they'll probably be gone um but them ramping up the i mean we haven't been through a proper holiday season so they need to they need to get ready for that and when mario releases it's going to be chaos 
It really has the potential to be. So if you guys are planning on getting, like if you're, if you're an adult with, uh, and you're a parent and you're trying to, you want to get these things for your kids, I would suggest trying to buy them early and not waiting because come a holiday season, it's probably going to be one of the hardest things to find. And the unfortunate thing is there's going to be lots of scalpers out there. So, um, you know, try, try to get them now if you can. Um, but I mean, you know, and they say to meet holiday demand. I think that's just a nice way of saying we're going to try to have as many as we can, but don't, you know, don't, that's, there's a little marketing spin there. So just be, be, be aware of that. That doesn't mean you're going to walk in and see them on the shelf. So, uh, lastly, double dragon four releasing in September. Are you double dragon fan? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I liked them before. I haven't played one in quite a while, so we'll see. I'm trying to find out who's making that again. I've uh, lost that. Let me get that. Wait, wait, it's not a claim. I don't understand. It's yeah, it's I not a claim. I can't believe it's not a claim. What happened? Uh, I know. What? It's happened? unfortunate, right? Yeah, I mean, so recently when I got the NES Classic, I I the first thing I did was pop it in and um or plug it in, and my son uh wanted to check out some of the old games. So we did stuff like Contra and, and we did double dragon and he was like, nice. like the story starts off and they kidnap the girl and they're about to leave, but he grabs the helicopter and it like says grasp right as his hand grabs the, the, the helicopter. And, and he's looking at me like, what is like, why is this so cheesy? You know, like I, of course, I'm just like completely enthralled by it. Like this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, went on to complete quite a few levels and I, I, I don't know. I liked it. I've, I've always liked those kind of beat em up games though. The turtles games, battle toads, battle toads yeah. and double dragon together, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, um, always fun in the arcades, always fun on the consoles. So this is cool. I mean, I recently bought double dragon Neo on the 360. not, not even that long ago. I didn't actually play it, but I heard it was good. So that's interesting. That's um, so. it is made by Arc System Works. Arc System Works. They made Guilty Gear um, and Persona 4 Arena. And okay. now they own Double Dragon. Nice. Well, very cool. Hopefully it's uh hopefully it's a a game worth picking up, you know. I I you'll definitely be hearing more about it. Um I think it's going to be six ninety nine. Oh, so then you'll definitely, I'll definitely pick it up. It, yeah, I mean, it's probably worth the gamble, just for the nostalgia, I would say. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll give it away. Who knows? <laughs> give away a digital copy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that always works well. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty much what we got for the news. So, getting into our talking points. We can go out of order. Let's talk about this SNES Mini. And really the question I have, are these things good for Nintendo or bad for Nintendo? Because I hung out with a guy yesterday. Marcus is his name from Nerd Buzz Podcast. He's a PS4 podcaster. And uh, I got to tell you, he has nostalgia towards Nintendo, but he is seriously, he feels like they have burnt him because of mainly because of the NES classic and 
you know, I see all the clickbait videos on YouTube of why I'm not buying the SNES mini, you know, that kind of stuff. They're all over there. They're, they're all over YouTube. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have already have like, we had a, we had a pretty, I wouldn't say heated, but fairly passionate debate in our discord today about, um, people don't, they don't trust Nintendo. They don't trust them when they say there's going to be, there's going to be a larger quantity of these things. Um, and even with the larger quantity, they still are, they, they, they think that it's going to be hard to get, I, you know, I'm saying, Hey, let's put the pitchforks away until after the first release. And we see what happens. I'm also in a place of, I have a pre-order. So must be nice that that puts me in a different mindset, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's like interviewing for a job when you already have a job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So is this system good or bad for Nintendo? You want me to go? Yeah. Okay. From a business standpoint, it's good. It puts Nintendo's name in the public and, and we're creating a lot of that press for them. So it's good. Um, let me touch on some of the other things though. It's, I, I can't put the pitchfork away because if I wait till release day and it's like the Nest Classic, I'm not going to get one. And not because I don't want to, but because it's going to be almost impossible. So in that regard, it's bad for Nintendo. It's going to sour. I mean, there's somebody close to all of us who has given up on Nintendo from all um, accounts I can see. And it's because of stuff like this. It's a questionable business model. It's I, I okay. So I, man, I don't even know where to go. I'm just losing my mind over this. Okay. So let me, let me tell you guys something real quick before he continues. He is actually extremely upset about this and he's, he's putting on a happy face trying to be brave and trying to be brave because this is a frustrating topic for him because he cares about having this system in his possession because of what this system meant to him as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was born 85. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm not that old, but I'm, I'm old. Right. But, um, so the, the NES already existed and I, uh, I played it growing up. I always had one, but the SNES was where things really picked up SNES N64 GameCube. And, not being able to get one is going to be so frustrating. I'm confident I'm still going to be able to get one, but I'm a little more dedicated than most people, and I'm going to invest a lot of effort into getting one. I'm not going to pay $300 for it, but I'm I'm going to get one. Now, the people I feel bad for are, you know, a, a friend of mine, he's got four kids. He roughly the same age as me. He's going to want one, but he doesn't have the time, you know, he's working 50 hours a week. He's, he's tired. You know, his youngest is one. So he doesn't have the time to invest in getting one. And that's a lot of people. So 
I'm trying to be very nice. I understand their business model. You make a product. You create demand. I, I get it. And I completely understand that. It's, you know, they, they've already released the Switch. So this is just generating more buzz for Nintendo. And then when you can't get your SNES Mini, you're going to say, well, maybe I'll get a Switch, right? That's what they want you to do. They want you to be like, well... I came for the SNES Mini, but they didn't have any, but they ramped up production on the Switch, so I guess you can just buy that. That's what they want. Not going to happen, Nintendo. Not going to happen. What's going to happen is we're coming over there, and we're going to burn the mother down. <laughs> I mean, look, we I've talked about it on here. I just mentioned it with our, with our uh, you know, Audible. I just listened to Console Wars. Like Nintendo, if you get into their history, if you get into the way they've done business over the last 35 years, I mean, look, you get into the beginning of Nintendo back in like 1886 or 89 when it started, it was a continual uh, struggle for them trying to figure out the best way to grow and have successful business. I mean, that's what that's what every business is doing. It's not like their company just prints money and they don't have to uh, figure this kind of stuff out. In 86, yeah. 85, when the NES came out, they had their seal, the qual- Nintendo quality seal, right? Meaning that you weren't going to get a, 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 a bad game and it was officially uh. licensed. Yeah, right. Uh, the, the the games were not... <laughs> there were some games that were absolute trash that shouldn't have gotten yeah. sealed, in my opinion. You know? Sure. Look, there's two ways of looking at that. You can go... And they charge $10 per cart to the company making the game, and then they got a percentage back. Excellent business. But from an outside perspective, or from the person that's creating the games, you're like, man, they're getting a lot of money for really doing nothing. I'm doing all the, the work and they're making all the money. Well, they've provided the platform. It's really no different than Apple right now with iTunes. It's no different than Twitch. It's no different than a, a lot of things online where they provide the platform and you pay them to use it. Even if it's just a percentage of whatever you're making or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. The flip side of that, because that paints Nintendo as the villain the flip side of it is video games had crashed and there was no market and Nintendo revitalized it. And they said, by doing this, we're not going to allow every company to make games and flood the market. Again, they have to get the stuff from us. So they need to be serious. They need to be willing to invest and then they can put their stuff on our platform. That's that was a good thing for video games you're going to have to choose yourself where you stand on the fence with Nintendo's business practices. And it's hard to, to, to differentiate the two because as a child, looking back on all of your fun memories and all your nostalgia, you had no clue what was happening in the background. I didn't. Right. I saw Mario. I saw Mario too. I read in Nintendo power. There was a chip shortage and I was like, I don't even know what this means, but they need to fix it. You know? Now, understanding what was going on, yeah, there was, I mean, it it was cutthroat. That's the way it was. 
You know, I've had literally had people block me on Twitter because I'm like, I hate to break this to you, but video games are a business. And they said, you are a disgusting person and don't understand art. And I'm like, what? Well, okay. So I don't think you're disgusting and I don't think you don't understand art. And we were, I mean, we're talking, we were talking about a triple A title, mind you, not like but, some indie developer. So, so let's talk about that. Who still need money. Let's talk about that. The only way to get Star Fox 2 that we know of as of right now without, you know, going through an emulator, but even that's the beta, it's not the official release. The only way to get it is to buy this stupid limited release product, right? So now the artists are being held back because you're not seeing their art unless you're one of the 14 people who are able to snag a SNES Classic. So I have a theory. I have a, my gut feeling is when the NES classic is no longer available, Star Fox two will be one of the first virtual console games. See, but that's where Nintendo has Twitter, Facebook. They can get on MySpace. They can, they can get on plenty <laughs> of fish. I don't care, but give us some freaking information. Tell us something. Tell us like, hey, we're going to do a limited run of this and then we're going to release all of this to you. People are going to buy it because they're going to buy it. I I guarantee you, if I told you that as soon as it releases, it's going to be in a virtual cart. You can get it for your Switch the day after it releases. You're still going to buy the SNES Mini. Right? Oh, yeah. And then to speak back to Speed Demon's question... The BS that is happening with GameStop is despicable. And um, unfortunately, with the ThinkGeek bundles, unfortunately, GameStop is big enough that they can they can get away with crap like that. And there's not much we can do about it. Um, you know, a long time ago, I worked at GameStop, as most gamers have at some point, right? And... They are a horrible organization, and I have not given them any of my money for a very long time. Um, I am voting with my wallet on that. Because they've now crossed the line from being a bad company to being a professional scalper. And uh, that's that's painful. Their unfortunate thing is, I think their purchase of ThinkGeek was somewhat of a, uh, it was a bad move. And they're mm-hmm. constantly trying to figure out how to make that company profitable. And so they're like, hey, we can't sell this stuff by itself, so let's mix it with something that does. And like you said, they've become, they've become scalpers. Yeah. And, it's, and it's gross. It's, it's not okay. They shouldn't be holding back those systems from the consumer. I don't know how they're getting away with it. It's got to be some kind of a loophole because as strict as Nintendo was, and I assume would still be, they wouldn't. I mean, how often do you see Nintendo games go on sale? Hardly ever. You know how you get a Nintendo game on sale. Now you take your gold coins from my Nintendo and you redeem them for a coupon. Yeah. And you're right. After reading the console wars book, they did something similar. They lost some kind of a lawsuit against not being it like with a retailer of some kind. And instead of like refunding 
money, they sent out a coupon. Yeah. That gave people like $10 off or $5 off. So they were still making money even when they, after the lawsuit. So I, I had a Wii U for 20 minutes, you know, some short duration. I just didn't care for it. I had a Wii wasn't as engaging to me as I had hoped. The switch is. So I'm, I'm not just digging on Nintendo to dig on Nintendo. I, I, I'm loving the Switch. I've not turned on my Xbox or a PS4 since I've had the Switch. I've had no desire to. I love the Switch. I love how portable it is. The games are great. The graphics are vibrant and beautiful. But it's these other things that are that are killing me. Um, it's it's just the the little things, you know. It's the the third party, not third party, but the yeah, the third party crap we have to go through to to voice chat with each other. It's just the weird Nintendo quirks, if you want to call it that. Yeah, so back to my original question. Is the SNES Mini good for Nintendo or not? The way they are doing it right now, to me, seems like the answer is no, it is not. Is it an awesome product that, as a fan of Nintendo, I want? Absolutely. The way they are going about getting it into people's hands, not good. And in my mind, I feel like, okay, look, we look at Nintendo with Amiibo. First, they they put out Amiibo, and then they're like, these things are hot. So people bought a bunch of them, then they became hard to find and they were expensive at one point i've I've got the the we fit trainer amiibo when i bought that thing at walmart for 12 dollars, it was on ebay for 80 at the at the moment i didn't sell it. i'm just saying i looked it up and it was going for 80 dollars, and i just found it in the store right it was just it was just i just got lucky so then they keep going with amiibo they keep going they do a second run and then they're like, hey, let's do Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing Amiibos did not sell at all. They're still in the stores. I bought a, an yeah. entire second set in the box. Most of them were under $8. Some of them were $4. I've seen them as cheap as $2. Okay. Nobody's making money at that point on those things. So then the yeah. Zelda Amiibo come out. The Splatoon Amiibo come out. You can't find them. They, they, they're off the shelf. Then they do a second and maybe a third run. The SNES Mini should be the item that Nintendo bites the bullet on and says, look, this thing is going to be some of the best marketing we can do for the Switch and for our current product line if we just mass produce these things because guys like you, guys like me, and a handful of people that are in the chat right now listening, and I bet I'm, I'm willing to bet they're going to agree with me in chat. We would have bought multiple of those because they would, in my mind, make the perfect Christmas present for my family. Yeah. I mean, even my mom, who had has not bought a Nintendo, doesn't talk about Nintendo. If she hears the Super Mario Brothers theme song, she's like, oh, that brings back the best memories for me of you as a child. <sighs> Was like, I really want the NES Classic in the house. Like, I want that. And it really bummed me out that I couldn't get her one. You know, it bummed me out. But guess what? If, if, if come the holiday season, I could walk into a store and buy six to 10 and super NES, the, the SNES mini 
every one of my siblings would have one of these systems. My parents would have one of these siblings. My in-laws would have one of these systems because they're going to enjoy them. Even if it's for a short, just a little bit of time, they're going to enjoy them. And it's going to put Nintendo on the brains of all of those people that have smaller kids that, hey, what is Nintendo doing right now? It could have been the best marketing, period. They may have lost some money, but you pay for marketing anyway. You pay for marketing one way or the other. Instead, they're, they're diehard fans. They're people that, that, that love Nintendo, are very upset by this. There are, there are people that are on the fence about Nintendo that are no longer on the fence. They're just done with them. So, do you, uh, in South Park, Cartman <laughs> inherits a lot of money. Okay. And Go ahead. Uh, he decides he wants to buy an amusement park because he's tired of lines. And then he has to, you know, then fund the amusement park. So he has to let a few people in each day. And then the demand got so high to go to the stupid amusement park that, you know, he let in a little bit more people. And eventually the lines were so crazy, it ended up being everything he didn't want. I think that's the business plan Nintendo is following, the South Park Cartman business plan. Um, but the, <laughs> the thing that you have to, and, and, and I haven't listened to Console Wars, but I think you touched on it in one of the episodes, they are mainly focused on Japan still. I mean, not in sales, but in their strategy. And if you look at Japan, people are lining up in the hundreds to get a Switch, but it's not to get a Switch, it's to get a voucher that puts you into a raffle to get a Switch. Mm-hmm. So you could be number 200 in line, and your number gets called. So they're, I don't think it affects them like it does us or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't see why Nintendo wouldn't just simply... All right, SNES minis. We're going to release them for as long as they sell. So we do a limited run. They all sell out. We do another run. They sell out. And we keep doing this until eventually they don't sell out. And that's when they stop. Yeah, and those last few are left on the shelf. And the random person walks in and goes, oh, what is this? Yeah. Right? And it'll still get purchased at some point. Maybe it doesn't. Who cares at that point? You've now realized how many you needed to make, and what do you lose? Yeah. Maybe I don't get one at launch, but I get one. Right. And Jen and Tyler saying, could this be solved by a limit one per customer? Well, the point that I'm trying to make is that these things need to be so readily available that scalpers don't care about them. That's what that's that's the point I'm I'm making. Like that I could walk in and and be able to buy 10, not to resell as a scalper, scalper, but to just give his gifts. And, um, yeah, like, yeah. And yeah, that's the other thing is they, they get around the one per customer. They, they, just, Oh yeah. I mean, they, you they, just create different accounts to pre-order with. I mean, that's, yeah, you so, can't stop it. No, but I mean, at the end of the day, I wonder if they never released these things, if it had just been the best. Um, well, I understand why they did the NES Mini in the first place. It was a lag time in between announcing the Switch and the Switch launch. And no games so, on Wii U. 
nothing coming out on the Wii U, so they they had to do something to keep their name relevant and generate buzz. So so I understand why they did it initially, but I thought they would have handled this one a little bit better because they saw how that went. Maybe. Yeah. 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 And the other thing to note too, guys, is a lot of the people that ordered more than one, their orders have been canceled except for one. So that was just a, a mishap on like uh, um, Amazon's part. So yeah. um, I do want to note out, no, note though that LSD said I'd buy one for every finger on my hands <laughs> Hmm. And Speed Demon said he would buy one for every room in the house and as gifts, you know, because that's what we would do. We would go, this is the perfect like gift for my, my sister, her husband and their four kids or whatever, you know, like, or for hate zero, your hero. Yeah. (laughs) Um, okay. Wow. We, uh, we went, we went, we went on and on about that one. Um, I want to talk about the Nindies. I think that's a little more, uh, a, a little more pressing at the moment. And I know how much you love the name Nindies. Can we not? Let's just, let's just call it Nintendo Indies. Well, it, you know what? I know that the name may sound dumb that you, that's why you don't it like does. it. Yeah. But, a lot. um, Very I much. think it's good that Nintendo does it because it shows that, the indie developers are part of the fold that they're not just on the outside looking in. And Nintendo is proving that by doing a second, um, direct or indie showcase, Nindy showcase tomorrow or today, if whatever you're listening to this. So that, that to me, like, I like, look, we just spent the last 20 minutes on like, the the SNES salt mines kind of just kind of d- figuring out if it's good or bad for Nintendo. This is a good thing. I think the Nindies are the reason we don't see a virtual console right now because I think Nintendo knows that if they can get independent developers on the switch and it's a risk, some of it is a risk, especially if it's the only system somebody's putting out game, like putting their games on. No. There's not even that big of a, um, there's nothing many in the wild yet. So I got to give props to Nintendo for this. The other companies do it as well. ID at Xbox. And I'm not sure what the PS4, like the PlayStation calls their, uh, their side of things, but they, I, I think they call them indies like adults would call them. Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> um, but they're part of the fold. They're ta- oh, if they're taking ownership, right? Yeah. It 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 uh, feeling like you're part of the club is going to help in all in all in all ways. So I think it's a good thing. I think it's a I'm good thing. I'm excited for the showcase tomorrow. Yeah, I I I think the the indie titles are great because generally they're you know not not super expensive. They're fun. Um, they come out much quicker because there's a lot more small developers than there are big developers so the games are coming out really quick but let's just not call it nindies let's not <laughs> let that be a thing let's let's not do that it's too late man can we not it's let's too, not it's too late you just got to embrace it at this point how about how about don't <laughs> how about no well i just i don't know i don't know who you could write but i don't think it would work I'm gonna write donald no, no tell you what <laughs> stop stop um 
what are we going to see tomorrow? Got any guesses? I know the chat's hoping for a date for Rocket League. Um, I th- think that could be possible. Um, I would like that. I'd, I'd love to have Rocket League sooner than later. Um, I think the Stardew Valley, if we don't get it out now, because they generally do their their indie launches on Thursdays, isn't it? Yeah. So if we don't get it out now, it might be, hey, this is out tomorrow. Pick it up. Um, I don't know what else. I'm hoping they surprise us with something. That's my real hope is that we get something that hasn't leaked already. I haven't gone. I haven't talked about some of the things that are leaking. But if you go to Reddit, there's um, you can ruin it for yourself, probably. But, you know, they're not confirmed. So Kirby Geek saying Hollow Knight, hopefully. Ukulele update. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. So there's a, there's a couple there. I mean, look, some of the most fun I've had on the, on the Switch has, has been with some of these, these, these nindies. And uh, uh, Snipper Clips yeah. being, being one of them. Overcooked being one of them. These these games are great. They're, um, they're NBA Playgrounds. That's an in, indie. It was it was great. Classic NBA Jam style. Um, they finally patched it, and the game's good, worth playing. Um, took a while. So it took a long time. A lot of people gave up on it, but yeah. it happened. The game's good. So you you don't get stuff like that without the Nintendo indies existing. And so I love the partnership, and I'm all for it. Let's just not. Nindy, Let's just not. Nindy. Not do that. (laughs) It's just a terrible name. I'm gonna start calling them undies. How about that? (laughs) No, No. that's not that's not a good idea. So tomorrow we get our undies uh, showcase. It'll be great. (laughs) Oh my gosh! All the new underoos. Yeah. I mean, again, the fact that Nintendo's doing this, it it shows that they're that they're on board and you know what like as far as surprises you know what i would love to see come to the switch castle crashers yeah man i haven't played that in a long time but that's a classic yeah. a lot of fun that's perfect on the switch yeah that would be amazing yeah even on for even just on tabletop mode it yeah. would be it would be really fun so i would love to see love to see something like that uh, i'd be willing to bet we're gonna see double dragon tomorrow That'll probably get get uh, announced on there. Would be my guess. So yeah, you're probably correct. We'll probably get a quick video of that at the very least. Yeah. So all right. Well, let's see. Last thing here. What are some of your favorite? We're gonna get into our retro section. Some of your favorite third party SNES games. Um, chat. Go ahead and uh, answer this as well. I will start with a couple. Um, turtles in time. Ah, oh, pure gaming gold. My toe, my toe. <laughs> uh, Big Apple, three a.m. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh, love that, love that game. I can always happily go back and play it. I wish it was coming out on the SNES Mini. I understand why it's not. Um, but I wish I can wish. Um, the other one that maybe not everyone played that was really good was Aladdin. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, Aladdin. 
That one was a lot of fun. It was that was back before movie games were terrible. Now movie games were enjoyable back then. Yeah, Some another another one of my favorite games on the, the Super Nintendo. Final Fight. Oh. I no, sorry. Wait. I was reading I my brain said Final Fight. My body said Batman Returns. So okay. that's Those are not the same. Yeah. No, I was thinking about Final. I'm like thinking more third titles. I can't even like that was weird. I I must be getting tired. Um Batman Returns. Yeah. Was an excellent game. Like all around fun. Driving levels, beat 'em up, really good. Uh Kirby Geek says Aladdin, Sega Aladdin is the only true Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. He, you, you're right. I mean it was it was great on there. I get it. Uh, he also said NBA Jam, and and that was that was a third party SNES game. And that was classic tournament edition. Oh yeah, eating up. Yeah, <laughs> he's on fire. Mortal Kombat Two. It was always a Sega game. I mean, I know it was on the SNES, but it was a Sega game. They like not, you punch sweat off people. Not like, Mortal on. Kombat Two. Two was the blood, like it was the, okay. the M-rated one. Mortal Kombat one was the sweat. It was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. it was not as fun, not as fun. But uh, yeah, Maximum Carnage, Nurse Fern. That's another. That's a great one. Um, Street Fighter two was on. I, I hadn't forgot about Street Fighter two. That was uh, and all of them, right? Street Fighter two, uh, Street Fighter two Turbo, mm-hmm. Super Street Fighter two. I mean. The list goes on and on. Yep. Any other third parties? Chat included. Anybody else? Yeah. Bring it up, chat. Let's do it. Represent. I'll throw a few more out. Let's hear it. Uh, Sunset Riders. Okay. Did you ever play that one? I didn't. You should look it up. It, uh, yeah. it, was, it was a Konami game, like Turtles in Time, but your cowboys were shot with guns. And <laughs> so you could get different upgrades and shoot like a blast almost like a contra upgrade kind of thing but it was with shotguns a ton of fun ton of fun it's actually a it's a pretty expensive uh snes game um the lion king from the chat top gear 3000 there also also good ones uh all the super star wars excellent titles yeah excellent titles i guess those count uh un squadron was another one that I would play often. Uh, R type was another one that was really fun. Um, Oh, I had one on the tip of my tongue there. I played a game a ton called utopia that I found out recently you could use the mouse for, and it was kind of like a Sims game where you had to like, you'd start your not, I should say not Sims, Sim city where you had to like build your, um, basically build your city. You had to get resources all the time, build your defenses because enemies would come in. You had to make sure you had turrets set up, that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of fun. Ogre battle was another one that, that I played a lot. Okay. So, I don't know how I forgot it. Super ghouls and ghosts. Yeah. That was another one. Oh yeah. Contra, um, yeah. Castlevania, you know, we, we kind of talked about those zombies ate my neighbors. So good. <laughs> so good. So good. Chrono trigger. Oh yeah. Never played it. Oh, Kirby Geek's gonna get mad. <laughs> Did you get that shirt made yet? Or uh... <laughs> sorry, I've never played it. That should be the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. about it. I've just never played it. I heard about it. Yeah. So 
All right. Yep, there it is. <laughs> I'm in trouble. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why is every stream? <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, where can people find you, man? Well, you can find me on the Discord. Um, it, what's, what is it? Discord NPC. It's on the Loot Cave. Look for it on the Loot Cave. Um, and I have a Twitter now. So go ahead and give me a follow. It's at hate zero with an X or zero. Zero with an X. But I've got two things I want to say. Two things. Number one, um, I think we're going to do something a little special for next week. We might do a giveaway of some sort. Nothing huge. So be on the lookout for that. We'll probably announce it on Josh's Twitter and the Discord. But there's something really special to me I want to talk to you guys about. Tune in next week, and Josh is going to shave one leg. Hashtag, if we get 100 hashtags, he's going to shave one leg. All we need to do is hashtag shave the leg. Hashtag shave the leg. You know who never talks to me ahead of time for these things? And has two thumbs? That guy over there. So, guys, you're going to find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat. It's all N64Josh. If you want to see the the music video of Another Castle, hopefully this weekend, fingers crossed, if I can get all the footage, because I think I'm going to do a combination of actual Mario, Super Mario Brothers game footage, and then me like doing the really cheesy like music video singing in an alley or something. Can um, you can you at least do one Mario jump <laughs> in the video? please I was, everyone. I was thinking about going like, Marcus from nerd buzz is like, dude, you got to go full nineties and like, like ghost yourself into the gameplay footage while you're singing, you know? So it's just like yeah. a full nineties video. So, so um, like, they're doing one of these. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. Nice. So, um, that's my YouTube channel guys. You're going to find the links to all that stuff at the slash NPC. 34 that's right yes. episode yeah so npc 34 remember audibletrial.com slash npc get yourself that free book it also helps support the show we really appreciate it and uh you can check out my destiny podcast the loot cast and i think that is it so thank you so much guys very important one we we held the top 200 in games and hobbies uh for at, well, at least two days i didn't i yeah. didn't check anymore after that but at least two days we held in the top 200 and that's because of you guys reviewing and listening and sharing and so we thank you so much for that if you can keep doing that keep dropping the reviews uh keep sharing it just keep listening we really really appreciate it and um And lastly, the new music you guys are hearing is from a band called On Being Human. And they have, they do a ton of YouTube videos where they cover old uh, video games like Goldeneye, Ocarina of Time, that kind of stuff. And they also have an album on Spotify that's all of the uh, classic games. So make sure to check that out as well. That's On Being Human. And that's it. Thank you guys so much. Eric. See you next week, man. See you next week. Hashtag shave the lake. Goodbye, guys. Thanks again.